When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Good morning and welcome to the third and final hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning for this Monday, September 19th, 2022. Jocelyn, there are certain things that are just not done. Smoking in a car with a baby, unless you crack a window. Tipping before tax, mixing drinks with cola, and giving away a coat that doesn't belong to you. That's right. Don't Mm. do that. Thank you, Moira Rose. I'm Jace with Lex (laughs) and Mike filling in for Don McClain. We're so glad you're here. Uh, Do not forget, before we continue, that uh, tickets for Project Down and Dirty Film Fest are now available. And I'm telling you this again because uh, they're going fast. Yes. They are going very, very quickly. So do not wait, or you will regret it. Yeah. You will regret it. That's going to be fun. Is, we can see all the movies that we wrote, edited, starred in, the whole bit. Well, and you shot a picture. You took a picture of a clue. Yes. From, from what we are doing. And you can see that on the My Talk social accounts, which, yes. are, now, which are now run by a 70-year-old woman. <laughs> It's B. Arthur. That's right. It's now running. Yeah. Because B. as you heard, yeah. As you heard, we're, we're running. For com- someone. We're running commercials now for job openings, and I don't quite know what that says about us, but I know it's weird. Uh, Which and says I all- pound sign. Okay. And Rocco refers to her as the station manager. I do not know if that's factual oh, either. Yeah. I do know she's in her seventies. Well, she is a. Program manager, one of the managers. I don't know. I think that's an invalid title. Uh, but I, every time I hear that, I do not think that's accurate. Uh, but anyway, we're looking for a social media person yes. because right now she's running it and she's in her mid to late seventies. And I don't know if that's who we want guiding TikTok. So there we go. Uh, it is time for Am I the Ass Hat? Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. Am I wrong? You're not wrong, Walter. You're just an ass. Am I wrong? Am I the Ass Hat? Part two. What do we have, Lexa Yeah, all righty. Am I the Ass Hat for making my husband fly coach while I fly first class? Lex, why are you doing this to me? Go ahead. <laughs> Has this happened in your relationship? Whatever, Lex. Just read the letter. Okay, I'm reading it. I'm reading it. (laughs) Okay, the wife writes in. She says, my husband, 33, works for a company who chose him to attend a conference in Miami. 
and a few other co-workers out of a ton of candidates were chosen. Um, so it was quite the honor. The company told them that they were allowed to bring their spouse or partners, but they wouldn't be springing for their plane tickets. So if they wanted to bring us, they had to buy tickets out of their own pockets. So my husband asked me, she's 32 years old, if I wanted to go. And I told him that I did. I'd never been to Florida and I thought it'd be a fun trip. So he told me, great, but when he went to the website to buy the tickets, he asked if I would be okay flying coach, even though he'd be flying first class on the way there and coach on the way home. I asked him why we couldn't just fly together, and he replied, first class is just so expensive. I feel bad that we can't afford it, especially if we want to go out and have some fun in Miami, and the flight is only a few hours. This really, really, she emphasized, bothered me. I understood that a first-class ticket for me would strain our budget a bit, but what kind of man lives up in first class while his wife sits in coach? I asked him just that, and he responded, Come on, I'm taking you along on my work trip. I earned my first-class seat by working hard. It's my reward. But I I insisted that if we truly can't afford a (laughs) first-class seat for me, isn't this perfect? Um, (laughs) We could have. Um, if it would hurt us just a little bit, we should have done it. And, and that a gentleman would give up his seat for me. We argued, but ultimately he agreed to give me his seat. We had a great time in Miami, but he was a little mad at me since saying that he earned the first class seat and that it was free and it cost us nothing unlike my plane ticket and that I should have just let him enjoy what he earned instead of guilting him out of it. I think he's being a baby and that he should have put his wife's comfort above his own especially when he made the choice to be cheap. We're very close to his parents, so we've taken this argument for them to meditate, um, but they're split. The father agrees with me, and the mother agrees with him. So I'm asking you, am I the asshat? <laughs> oh, can't wait for this one, Jason. And of course, join the conversation, 651-641-1071. Um... Uh, <laughs> so we're asking uh, if the wife who wrote this is the asshat. Um, no, she's not. Um, I- I'm with the husband on, you know, it's his ticket. He earned it. It's his miles. He's, you know, he's the one flying around getting the earning the miles through his job. Now, where he lost me is... <laughs> Where he did lose me is, uh, and I mean this, and I wish Colin wasn't at the Sumner Group right now at his new job because he could call in, but his entire company listens to the show, so he's working very hard, Sumner Group. Don't worry, he's working very hard. But I think he would agree. I, I would offer him my seat in first class, and I would do steerage plus <laughs> now i wouldn't just demand that i sit there yeah and i know colin well enough to know he would tell me to just to do it but i wouldn't be like you're gonna be sitting in steerage i i, I mean i you know yeah so i don't know now colin has <laughs> texted and i haven't read it yet oh no um, oh God. I, I wonder if he agrees with me. Um, <laughs> oh, so you're saying she's me. not. I'm saying that she is big really? time. Oh you're my gosh. She's a baby? Get over yourself. It is a work trip. 
you're going. Who cares how you get there? I also, you know, I also don't have a lot of importance. Okay. I don't really have that high importance on sitting first class. I'm short. I don't need a lot of leg room. I'm not like drinking a lot on the plane, so it's not that big of a deal. The other thing is, is if I was, I wouldn't want to be up there because I know his coworkers are up there. Let them sit there and talk about work and get all that out of the way so that when we get to Miami, we can have fun. And for her to demand that, it just makes you feel like, oh man, it's I, I just okay. You've I, changed I my opinion. Like I was trying to be nice. Oh I was yeah. Trying, <laughs> wow. I thought you guys. I'm not joking. I'm getting flooded with text messages. I thought I was going to seem like the butthole. I, I was trying to be is? nice. To, yeah, <laughs> but okay. No. So here we go. Let's read. Uh, Colleen. Hi, Colleen. Love you, Colleen from Colleen and Bradley. She's, oh, what'd uh, she say? She goes, I'll say it. She's 100% the asshat. Yes. And then in all caps, um, he earned the seat. Now, I see, I did say that. It is his seat. Yeah. Um, Colin, oh, Colin goes, she's the asshat. Come on. If it were us, you would not be giving up your seat for my comfort. <laughs> oh, 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 now come on, Colin. Um. Come on, you can admit that's true. <laughs> okay. Come can on now. Come on. It's can, just us. Can you hear me? Uh, yes. Okay. Now look. <laughs> I'm being real honest here, and then we'll get to the phone line. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I would offer it to him. Yeah, right. <laughs> in the hopes. And I'd be like, I'll give it. I'll say it. I would say it like this. You ready? I'd be like, uh-huh. well, you can have it if you want. I would say it real, real sad, Panda. Uh-huh. And then he'd be like, no, I'll sit back. I'll sit in steerage plus. Mm-hmm. I, would, I, would, I would offer it with the hopes that he would decline <laughs> said offer. Yeah, it was an em- empty invitation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Colin continued, it's his seat. If they can't afford first and she wants to go, that's the price you pay. Yeah. His, comp- his company paid for his seat. It's not like he paid for it and won't pay for her. Yes, my husband makes a lot of sense. I love you. (laughs) (laughs) But you're back in steers with me, baby. Seriously. We're going to cheers with some gingies. Oh, yeah. I'll send you back a cocktail in steers plus. (laughs) We'll be having more fun back there anyway. No, you are talking shop and business and all that crap. Uh -uh. Uh-uh. Let's go to the phone lines. Cindy on line one. Hi, Cindy. Welcome to the circus. Uh, <laughs> okay, thank you, Cindy. Yep, she Let's is. go to Lori. Let's go to Lori. Thank you. <laughs> you knew eventually that was going to well, happen. I did it once. So. You did it once, yeah. Uh, hi, Lori. Welcome to the show. Is she the uh, uh, butthole? She's totally the asshat. Yeah. Yes. No doubt. Come on. This you is think she's been work thing? He de- he earned it. He deserved it. Now that being said, my husband would never let me fly in steerage while he was in first class. Mm. Oh, so yeah. he would absolutely You're... switch. Spots. But I would be the bigger person and say, "No, no, this is your thing." Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're married to a good guy, Lori. Oh, I am married to the best man in the world. Oh, oh sounds I love like that. It. Thank yeah. you, Lori. Thank Have you. You too. Um, <laughs> yeah, I. Oh, uh, I don't know, Mike. What would you do? Uh, I'm. I'm. Yeah, I'm with Alexis. I'm just. My heart's coming back here. From I was just praying Lori wasn't going to say something because we hadn't caught up yet <laughs> yeah, from the first note. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
No, what I would do, I think I agree with that final caller almost exactly. Like, it was my situation. I'd be like, no, no, you take first class. I'm totally cool sitting in the back. But I think it would have been then kind of a back and forth, and eventually I probably would have been up there. Yeah. 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 I mean, again, I was trying to be nice. I was like, yeah, okay. (laughs) Yeah, uh -uh. (laughs) uh-uh. No. And it is his company. I mean, he that, that is a different, that's a horse of a different color. Like, the, the company did pay for it, and she's kind of tagging along, you know? Yeah. So, and it makes you also that. think about other things in the relationship. She's like, he's saying that he guilted her into it. Oh, I mean, yeah. There's, a, there's definitely in any relationship, right, a level of guilt. <laughs> and yes! in life in general, I mean, <laughs> always. Uh, always. But uh, you do, it makes you wonder, too, like, what else, you know? Mm-hmm. Totally. Seems like a trip. Tickets for Project Down and Dirty Film Fest on sale now, everybody. Go get them. A limited supply is available, and they're selling fast. So please get them before they all sell. Before they sell all out, all out, all out, all out, all out. out. Yes. Yes. When we come back, everybody, I'm filling in on the dirt alert. I'll have the latest on the Queen's funeral and more when we come back. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning. I'm Jace with Lex and Mike. I'm filling in on the Dirt Alert today. And this Dirt Alert is all um, going to all be about uh, Queen Elizabeth's funeral, which is uh, continuing right now. Uh, You can see the very latest on ABC News over there on Channel 5. So I I thought I would take a few minutes. I've been pulling some uh, sound bites uh, throughout the morning, uh, some perspective on the family, some uh, moments that just passed. So uh, the first thing, this is Mark Phillips. I, I love Mark uh, from CBS News. He's a London-based correspondent, knows uh, just a a lot about the Royals. Again, he's based in London, and he just has a way with words. And he uh, was just talking about, and this moment happened about 30 minutes ago when Queen Elizabeth's coffin past Buckingham Palace and what that we can get rid of the music Mike uh what that moment symbolized uh to the UK and broadly uh to the world here's uh Mark Phillips go around the front of Buckingham Palace really significant moment uh, in this whole day what we're witnessing here as they turn up Constitutional Hill and leave the palace behind is the transition the business transition the functional transition uh, of the monarchy from the Queen to the King uh, and the different style that he that he might bring to this she's got another half mile three quarters of a mile or so to go Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Within the confines of Royal London, at that point she'll transfer into a hearse and be taken on that trip through West London and out toward uh, Windsor, where the family service will be held uh, and where she will be interred. But what we're really seeing here, you know, they say that this, this is a country with, never without a sovereign. The last heartbeat of the dying sovereign, the next heartbeat is of the, the living sovereign. The queen is dead. God save the king. That's exactly what happened 10 days ago. But the real transfer of the authority of the monarchy is what we're witnessing here. And in the symbolism of the queen passing Buckingham Palace, where the business of royalty is so often carried out, and now moving away from it, leaving it for Charles and the queen consort to make of it up what they will. Mark Phillips from CBS News talking about a moment that happened about a half hour ago, the queen's coffin. Uh, passing by uh, Buckingham Palace. Uh, there's been a lot, you know, especially on our station, uh, because we, we we talk about pop culture and the figures that inhabit it. Uh, there's obviously been a lot of talk about Harry and Meghan and William and Kate and the fact that this this event seems to have brought the family at least uh, outwardly uh, facing uh, back together again. And uh, here's one of their correspondents talking about that that perspective. I think with the Queen's death, we've seen uh, two almost contradictory things happening with Harry and Meghan. On the first hand, on the one hand, the Queen's death has sort of highlighted their very divergent paths with Harry's close family members. So Prince Charles is now King Charles. Uh, he's now on the throne. Prince William is now the Prince of Wales, heir to the throne. Their roles are more important to the monarchy than they've ever been before. On the other hand, you have Harry and Meghan continuing to pursue their very different path, which is in California, and their philanthropic and business interests. So their paths are more divergent than ever before. On the other hand, the Queen's death has brought family together and we've seen Harry and Meghan playing very prominent roles. I mean, they were at Buckingham Palace when the Queen's coffin arrived. Uh, they were in Westminster Hall when the, the Queen began her process of lying in state. Uh, they were here today and they, and they did that walkabout outside Windsor Castle with William and Kate, with, 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 look, which looked like a return to royal duties more than two years uh, after they left. So I think it's quite fitting in a way that the Queen's death uh, is perhaps the beginning of a mending of bridges uh, between Harry and Meghan and the rest of the family. Mm. I mean, that would be nice to think about. Yeah. I don't know practically if that could happen, but uh, I, I just... Wow. I, I, well, I'm sorry, Lex, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say the fanfare of this funeral, it's just remarkable. And beautiful to see the flowers on top of the coffin. There's a note from King Charles. 140 Royal Navy service personnel were out uh, doing that state gun carriage, which was really striking. The bell at Westminster Abbey told 96 times. Can you imagine that? Oh, my goodness. For every year of her life. This was a 10-day plan. They're calling it Operation London Bridge. Yeah. Yeah, the so minute the minute she passed, that went into that went into effect. Yeah, I just. But yeah, let's hope that the relationships will deepen, or there'll be a bit more understanding now. 
maybe having this time together. You know, a lot of times people do come together Mm -hmm. at funerals. And I've always been, and admittedly, I've always been a little skeptical of the Megan is the cause of everything. You know, I don't, I don't buy, I don't buy into that. I never have. Look, they, they, they irritated me uh, in the months uh, following the Oprah interview. I think they got a little too much and I did kind of get irritated with them. Having said all of that, I was looking at one of the moms on the plane to Indianapolis. She was reading one of those rags, like the star or whatever. I didn't even know those were still in print. And it was just blasting. And the mom was devouring this article, blasting Megan. Mm. And I just thought, God, I hope, and I have very little hope for people nowadays, but I'm just, I'm reading, I'm looking at that woman. I'm like, is she ingesting this? And is she taking it at face value? Like, is there any, is she really believing that Megan is really the, the root of all evil? You know what I mean? That Megan is, is half as bad as the trash press yeah. paint her to be. And I thought right now when there, you know, it should be about the queen and what the queen meant and the queen meant a lot of things and not all positive. I mean, oh, yeah. we're seeing that too, or even about the crown itself and the jewels and the, 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 uh, so we should be focusing on that. And, and the fact that, they're still dragging Megan, even with in, in relation to the queen's passing. I'm just, it's eye roll inducing to me. It's like yeah. one woman can't be as bad as you're making her out to be is my feeling. So yeah, I know. And, it, and also it's the assumption too, that Harry is just, doesn't have a mind of his own. Thank you. That he can't make choices. Yeah. Uh, We'll have continuing coverage all day long on the funeral of Queen Elizabeth. I'm sure Lori and Julia will have substantial coverage. Oh, yes. (laughs) Coming up a little bit uh, later today. Uh, When we return, some more TV talk. So stay right there. Uh, We'll be back right after uh, these messages. Back in a moment. I made a little bit of a mistake. I said we're going to do some TV talk, but I, uh, I didn't mean that. This is one of those fun days when one of us comes back from a little adventure. Mm-hmm. So I have, uh, I just returned from Indianapolis with uh, a reunion of sorts of my high school friends. And I just have an observation. And that is, uh, you know, my, all my, all my ladies, all my ladies, all my ladies, <laughs> all my high school ladies. You know, we're all around. The, we're all the same age, basically. Um, and they all have teenagers. Oh. And and Alexis, here's what I want to say. OK. Uh, I'm very sorry or I'm very grateful that I do not have a teenager. <laughs> OK. And I feel very I, I, I have newfound empathy and understanding and love for all of you that do have teenagers. <laughs> or oh, okay. will have teenagers. <laughs> oh, okay. What you witness? Oh, no. Like, just their stories and stories of, like, their friends and what teenagers have to go through with apps and online and dating apps and boyfriends and girlfriends. And, and I'm listening to these stories and I'm like, oh, A... I would never want to raise a teenager in 2022. And then my second thought is, oh, God, thank goodness I was a teenager in the 90s uh, and not now because I would have been a disaster. I would have been a disaster. 
disaster. Oh, yeah. If you had a phone and on social media. Uh, yeah. And obviously, th- this, this, I'm keeping this way broad because these were just like anecdotal stories that one of the friends told me about, like just kids in their school and stuff, you know, because all the moms talk. Oh, but yeah. just, but just hearing like what parents find on their kids' phones. Oh, <laughs> oh God. I was like, what? 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 Oh. And uh, uh, like, oh gosh, they have cell phones. <laughs> yeah. And like oh. one one friend had to call the mother of like a of of a friend of theirs and say, you know, I found some inappropriate things. I just, you know, I think you should oh, know. Nude pictures that I, of that we, we we found like a we we found something inappropriate on this phone, and like the mother just starts bawling, just oh. like oh. And I just looked at my friend, and I'm like, I am so grateful that I do uh, that. I, I, I so oh. my point in this is, all of you raising teenagers, I am I I I I I, I love you, and yeah. I. uh I have a newfound respect and patience with you. Um, just listening to these anecdotal stories, you know, from not even necessarily my my friends' kids, but just stories of their friends. Because, again, you know, they're friends with moms and they have friends and they hear these things. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. Yep. It's, it's a whole new no world, joke. Aladdin. No, it's no joke. And oh god! Oh man! It, yeah, I think about that often too. Do you? And the different choices. Well, now being a mom, yeah, yeah. Teenage years are it. coming. Yes. Yeah. You know, my brother's kids. He has four, and the oldest is eleven. And uh, just hearing the things that he's been going through, you you tried. You hope that you're there emotionally, physically, all of the activities, and you just hope that you can do it. Yeah. <laughs> that's what and I granted he's got four, so that's a whole nother bag of chips, but wow. Well, yeah, we it's were, it's hard. I I also often think about too my the, like teachers and my daycare providers, like they are saints. Every day I oh. pick him up, I'm just like, Thank you. Thank yes. you so much. Yeah. I don't know how you get twenty kids to take a nap at the same time. Uh, so yeah, just all it takes a village, it really does. And, and and maybe this is a relatable, I'm sure it is. I mean, a lot of you listening, um, you have friends that have kids and, you know, it's very, I said this yesterday, we had a, we had a delightful brunch yesterday, um, our, our final kind of meal all together before I left and my friend Chris went back to Michigan, but we're sitting there. And again, just to give you, uh, so you know who I'm referring to, I, I, I reunited with three of my uh, dearest high school, my close circle, Michelle, Chris, and Ange. And we're sitting there, and each of them uh, have teenagers or now young adults, which scares me to death. Like, I, it makes me realize my age. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. And I looked at the three of them, and I, and it was interesting. Their kids have turned out, if I were to lay money in 1992, Lex, and I would have said, okay. Angie's kids are going to be like X, Y, and Z. And Chris's kid is going to be like X, Y, and Z. And Michelle, your kids are going to be like this. Mm -hmm. Thank goodness I did not 
make that bet in 92 because we all laughed. Their kids have taken, they are taken such diverge, divergent paths yeah. and they're from personality types to their interests to the, the, the trouble, you know, like trouble. And I say with a small T, the trouble that they've gotten into during their teenage years. I yeah. never would have predicted it. I never like, you know, let me just use my, my friend, Michelle, who I refer to as the anchor, you know, M- Michelle, I always joked was in her forties when we were in our teens, yeah. Michelle was like the, uh, kind of like the stabilizer in our friend group. She never got in trouble, uh, went to church every Sunday. I now call her sister, Mary Fletcher. Um, <laughs> but anyway, like her kid, like her, her daughter is like her appearance wise, but a little more rebellious. Oh. And I never like, and I wouldn't, and not in a negative way. She's delightful and cool and hip. And like, she's like Michelle was as far as Michelle, like Depeche mode and, and, and her daughter is very like goes her own way. She Fleetwood Max it. And I love that about her, yeah. but she's a little more rebellious than Michelle was. And and like Angie's kids are way too very different. Yeah. And I'm just it was fascinating to me. And I'm sure some of you are nodding your head in the car to see this, you know, for all of us to be together and to realize what their offspring turned out to be. I it was interesting <laughs> as a guy that's been there. You know, I've known them since they were we were all kids um, <sighs> to see their kids all grown up. I'm like, wow. Um. It it's was so great. cool, isn't it? You you have to really let go of expectations because you, uh, you know they're individual lesson. people, and you're there to help guide and uh, support, and that's the fun of it. Just being curious about what they like and learning something. If you come at it with that angle, it's really fun. Yeah, and I also, and I'll wrap this up by saying this on a on a delightful, positive note. I said as much in my Facebook post. And I've said it before, and, and Lex knows, and Lex has met these ladies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that Facebook has made it easier for folks to find their their childhood friends, high school friends, or whatever. But it, it's still a little bit of a unicorn to have a situation that, I, that I'm lucky enough to have where I have an entire group. I have, like, you know, it's really five of us, five or six, depending if the one is around. <laughs> but... um <laughs> <laughs> but to maintain these friendships and to have women that I could call at any moment and they would all be on a plane and vice versa, um, that's a blessing. And not that I didn't know it. I've said it before. I felt it before. But seeing them now and especially at the age that I'm at and, you know, I've gone through an interesting last seven months where people, you know, the whole Maya Angelou, when people show you who they are, believe them. I've, I've felt that. I've had that happen over the last few months. I've had people in my life really disappoint me. Um, seeing these ladies and being around them, it was uh, quite lovely. And um, I felt very lucky and very blessed um, because they're just wonderful humans. And the fact that 35 years later, they're still my friends. It's pretty awesome. Um, it's pretty damn awesome, Lex. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Like and I know friends, you they have. They know you I, like I, that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. It's, and it really you is. You have the same thing. Yeah. You have lifelong friends. It's pretty. It's pretty special.
Yeah. It's very special. Yeah. And it was to put a funny note on it as we go to break. It was kind of like a, a soul. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to say <laughs> a I'm journey. Gonna, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> was it a journey? <laughs> yeah. The traveling pants, right? Yeah, it really was. Oh, so. man. Well, it, nothing beats really seeing them in person, especially like that, too. When you can take the time and do that, that's also a rarity these days, too. Yep. So Absolutely. It's awesome. Mish and Chris, I love you. Uh, we'll be back when we return. WTF Enrique Iglesias. Alexis has an issue when we return. Nutrisource, a family like no other. Hi, everybody. It's Jay Sly for Nutrisource, the official dog food of Dexter and Mr. Big. No matter what you are looking for, no matter what you're needing as far as your dog is concerned, uh, Nutrisource has it. If you have a puppy, Boom, they have a formula that will start your dog off on the right foot, and you'll be hooked right after that, and so will they. If you have an adult dog that's, you know, getting a little older, they have senior varieties. If you have a dog like I do, Mr. Big, that's a little picky, they can help you with their newest food, kombucha. It's not really a food. It's a bone broth food topper that you pour over your dog's food. It contains probiotics. And most of all, it's delicious for your dog. And they'll eat that kibble that they've been picky about. So no matter the need, no matter the dog, no matter the breed, Nutrisource should be a part of your family. Make the switch. Find a retailer near you at NutrisourcePetFoods.com. Hey, it's Rocco for Chris. And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor. From like the 70s or 80s. Everybody loves Oprah. You mean me? Yeah. <laughs> This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. (laughs) Uh, That's uh, one of the original commercials from 1985 for AM Chicago, which would go on to, of course, become the Oprah Winfrey Show. Welcome back, everybody. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Jeez, did you see that big bouquet of roses that uh, Oprah sent Cheryl Lee Ralph? I sure, sure did that it took on two set. men to carry. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what a way to say congratulations. It's gorgeous. I mean, can you imagine the smell on set? I know. I know. Oh, and then her note was so sweet. Oprah really knows cool. how to get flowers. I'll tell you, she, she gives good flowers. So and a good I love friend, that. And not just because of the flowers, but no. Even the um, note alone, I'm sure, would have been appreciated. What up with what? What is this? What up with Enrique Iglesias? What are you doing, Enrique? I don't what? know what's going on. He's performing in Vegas, and you okay. know, as a lot of performers do, they do a meet and greet. Yeah. And so on Friday, he posted this video where he is greeting one of his fans and he goes to just give her a little kiss on the cheek he does that the fan turns her face and then they start passionately making out and he starts rubbing her back now it looks like she's losing balance a little bit but i'm sorry your lips might not have been the best stabilizer there if that's going to (laughs) be your rationale for why you're there kissing not your girlfriend. And then he posts it on social media. He he posted it. 
So he was macking all up on her? Yes! And instead of maybe just turning away, he goes in for more and starts touching her back and stuff. And all I'm thinking of is Anna Kornikova. I want to say cornucopia every time, but it's Anna Kornikova. <laughs> Go ahead. That's funnier to me. Go Anna Kornikopia yes. is probably very sad at home. Now, remember, they did break up for a while in like 2013. And they have been dating for 20 years. They, but they also have three children to, together. Yeah. So a four-year-old twins and another daughter. So I just don't, I don't know what wait, he's wait. doing. I'm confused. Are they, but are there, aren't they together? I they thought are, they were together. They are together. That's okay, the thing. Okay, they broke okay. up for a little bit, but they're together. So I don't know what he's doing. I don't know what kind of message he's sending. If there is one, if he's just, I'm a moron and I'm not thinking straight. Um, of course, fans are divided on it. They're like, oh, you're so lucky. You're be- you're the best to your fans. And what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. You know, a lot of those kind of joking. Oh, lame. Mm-hmm. And then a few others are like me going, wait, I don't like it when you kiss other girls. Your kisses must be for Anna. Like, what are you doing? And then a third one said, well, another one I was reading was like, oh, my gosh, I want to be her. Like, okay, great. Uh, uh, it feels I mean, disrespectful. Yeah, there's one thing to like give a little hug, maybe even a kiss on the cheek. Yes, but well, but right now I wouldn't have been doing that with COVID and monkeypox and oh. airborne airborne herpes. Yeah, I'm just saying, I would not be doing that. <sighs> no way. And she also was ha- she had her phone up the whole time, you know, taking a selfie video of, of course it. She was. And even when she was losing her balance, she still manages to stabilize that cell phone. Okay, so no, I'm wondering but, if it's just a preemptive strike, like, <laughs> I'm going to post it before you do, woman. No, but let me oh. be clear, though. I'm just going to be real, real here. Okay. I, I, I'm, I'm going to be real, real here. Yeah. Um. I Look at Lex cross. Mike, look at Lex crossing her hands. Look yeah. at her hands. I know where you're going with waiting. this. I am I'm ready waiting. for He's this. No, okay. No, you don't know. You don't know me like I, that. I think I do. I think no. I do know where you're going. But okay, go ahead. If I was preparing to kiss Ryan Phillippe, <laughs> right. okay, if I was preparing to kiss he did a, a meet and greet, greet. <laughs> if Ryan Phillippe did a meet and greet, uh-huh. and I was preparing with my big mouth bass mouth <laughs> Take to, me to kiss. the river. <laughs> no, first of all, Colin would not care. Okay. He would not care. Okay, he, see that, and maybe Anna doesn't care. But also, no, no, but you, this is where you don't know where Anna. I'm going. Girl, I can't, I can't beef on her for having that phone perfectly ready because <laughs> if I was kissing Ryan Phillippe, I would make sure it was caught with three angles. I would have Colin in one corner. I would ask you to be there to get horizontal. Oh I would gosh. have somebody recording it in 24 frames per second. I would have it in slow-mo. Yes. Okay, so I'm not really blaming homo? the fan here. Yes, no. It's just him. What are you doing? <laughs> but yeah, you you be ready. Okay, all right. I would be ready okay. with that phone. And you would, you would try. Yes, I would try. Yes, but what if a fan came up to you and started make, making out with you like that? Would that I would be, have them arrested. How would Colin feel? He wouldn't care. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Go out there and be yourself, right, Lex? That's right. You be you. That's the truth. Have a great day. We'll talk tomorrow. Don and Steve up next. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. 
And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know eight out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.